Hello and welcome to AHR's weekly market update podcast brought to you by our Chief Investment Officer, Ian Ramsey. Welcome to this week's AHR Market Review, the week ending 25th of September 2022. Bond and equity markets both sold off this week as a number of global central banks raised rates in their continued efforts to combat inflation. The US Federal Reserve raising rates by 0.75% for the third time in a row, taking the upper bound to 3.25%. The negative sentiment was compounded by Russian President Vladimir Putin, escalating the Ukrainian war by seeking to annex invaded areas of Ukraine by holding referendums. This was backed up with plans to compulsory draft 300,000 Russian reserve soldiers and make further veiled threats of the use of tactical nuclear weapons. As of 12pm on Friday, London time, U.S. equities had fallen 3% over the week, with the market having given up 85% of its rally over this summer, taking the market to within just over 2% of its low for the year, down 21.2% year-to-date, although sterling-based investors have been cushioned from this fall by a magnitude of 18% as sterling has weakened against the dollar. U.S. technology stocks fell by 3.3% over the week, taking their loss to 29% year-to-date, just above their low point in June. European markets fell by 4.4%, rocked by an increasingly hawkish European Central Bank and the escalation in the Ukraine war by Russia. UK equities dropped 3.4% as the Bank of England raised rates by 0.5% to 2.25%, whilst announcing that the UK was probably in a recession. Japanese stocks were a comparative bright spot, falling 1.2% as the Bank of Japan maintained its dovish stance, giving rates on hold at minus 0.1% whilst continuing to target a 0% yield for 10-year Japanese government bonds. Australian stocks fell 2.4%, whilst the emerging markets lost 2.3%. US government bonds sold off, with the 10-year Treasury now yielding 3.76%, a level not seen since 2010. However, it was UK government bonds that took the limelight this week for all the wrong reasons. The combination of a comparatively small rate hike by the Bank of England and a string of tax cuts announced by the new Chancellor of the Exchequer raised concerns about rising UK government borrowing in a rate-rising environment. Ten-year gilt yields jumped by 0.66% over the week, taking the yield to 3.8%, whilst two-year gilt yields are now trading at 3.96%. German government bond yields rose by 0.28%, taking the yield on ten-year bonds to 2.04%. The Swiss National Bank raised rates by 0.75%, therefore taking interest rates to 0.5% and ending negative interest rates for the first time since 2015. The Bank of Japan now remains the only global central bank still pursuing negative interest rates. The dollar maintained its upward path with the dollar index rising by 2.3%, while sterling fell to a 37-year low versus the dollar, trading at just under $1.11. It also fell versus the euro, trading at €1.13. The euro also weakened versus the dollar, falling beneath parity to trade at 98 cents. However, despite the Bank of Japan being the only major central bank not to be following a tightening path, the yen strengthened this week, as the Japanese central bank intervened in currency markets to prop up their currency. Gold sold off over the week, falling 1.8% to $1,654 an ounce, following the latest US interest rate rises. Industrial commodities also sold off as recessionary fears grew in the face of rising rates. Copper fell 1.7%, currently trading at $7,739 a tonne, whilst crude oil sold off, with Brent crude falling by 4.1%, 
now priced at $87.6 a barrel. European natural gas also fell a further 4.8%, although that remains an increase of 172% since the start of the year, and over an eight-fold increase since the start of 2020. To date, 2022 has been one of the worst years on record for fixed income, as central banks have played catch-up as they try to put the inflationary genie back into the bottle. Many would argue that they were caught napping in the second half of 2021, as loose monetary and fiscal policy from the COVID pandemic led to unprecedented levels of demand, colliding with supply chains suffering from the after-effects of the pandemic. Although there may be some truth in this, they could not have known that Russia was about to invade Ukraine, and the impact this was to have on energy prices. U.S. rates have moved up swiftly since, with the 10-year yield on U.S. Treasuries now in positive territory, having adjusted for future expectations of inflation. Whilst the risk is that central banks increase rates higher than what the market is currently pricing in, the opportunity is that economies start to slow as the higher cost of servicing debt has the desired effect. The cost of a new mortgage has now doubled in the U.S. This is increasingly likely to be a headwind for the housing market, a key barometer for the U.S. economy. Therefore, the yield on offer in fixed income markets looks increasingly compelling, both in government bonds and within areas of the corporate credit market where investors are being sufficiently compensated for the likelihood of rising defaults. That's all for this week's AHR weekly podcast. Thank you for listening. And for further investment insights, head over to ahrprivatewealth.com.